0: and welcome once again to another episode of the horizon roundtable i am bob mcdonald and you can find me at bob mcdonald on twitter jimmy lemke who is my normal co-host is was not available today so filling in for him today is uh, matt dudek
1: hey how's it going everybody
0: and yes, I remember your I remember your Twitter account now. It's uh, at GrizzTalkOU. So oh, I can't
1: I came prepared this time. I was ready for that.
0: Oh, good, good, because apparently you, you caught some crap for that last time. Um, <laughs> and of course, you can you can uh, follow you can follow the podcast on Twitter at at uh, Horizon RT. And uh, it was kind of a uh, this week is kind of weird. Uh, we got a lot to go. We actually got a lot to go over. Um, we we got Northern Kentucky who had a horrible week. We have. On the opposite end, Youngstown State actually had a really good week um, and got and somehow may have gotten themselves back into the uh, conversation for the uh, for the uh, ace spot of the Horizon League tournament. Um, and, and, um, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about kind of the, the, the games involved in that because one of them involves, uh, Oakland. And that's, we're gonna start off with that. So, um. Great. As we talked about, but, and now remember that, remember that the last time we, last time we spoke, I, I said very truly that I was, I was holding out for a Brad Brechtin game. And this week, Brad came through for us.
1: You, you didn't just get one Brad game you got I two. got
0: two of them I know
1: man is he good when he no, I, I mean if this continues he he realized how much bigger he was than everybody
0: yes that is what happened so so folks what happened was um during the uh, during Oakland's loss to uh, to Youngstown on Thursday uh, Brad uh, went off for uh, twenty one points and eighteen rebounds which is unheard of. And then he follows that up, I swear to God, he follows that up against Cleveland State by hitting his first 13 shots in a row and finishing with 32 points. And so, yes, so our long-awaited Brad Brechting game, Brad Brechting breakout game has finally arrived. so, So nice that he did it twice.
1: He enjoyed it the first time and said, "Hey, that was fun. Let's do that again." And did it even better.
0: Yeah. Um, and and yeah, he. For, the game plan was pretty simple, uh, specifically especially on Saturday. Um, because Cleveland State, even you know, with with all the issues they are having, the bottom line is they don't have an answer for a guy like Brechting. They never did. But usually, it's somebody else who torches them, like Javen Coverland or or Xavier Hill, Mays, or somebody like that. But this, tweet, but Saturday, no. I mean, you know, they they you know they, they put uh, they put Steph Kenich on him. That didn't work because you know Brad Bregting yeah. has about like two inches and like hundred pounds on Steph Kenich. And then they tried Al Eichelberger, and that didn't work. Then they tried Spider Johnson and that didn't work. Um, I was about half tempted to think they were going to just have a cardboard cutout of Jalen Hill, who's suspended for three games, um, just out there to try to defend him. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what, that's kind of how it went. So, you know, again, 32, 32 points for him on, the on Saturday and that, uh, that 21 and 18 showing on, uh, on, on Thursday. Um, and I'm, uh, I, I guess we both should be a little disappointed that it was Tarkas Ferguson who was named Horizon League, or Play, Horizon League Player of the Week instead of, uh, instead of uh, a set of bracket.
1: I mean, Fer- Ferguson had a good week. I see why they did it. I just, oh, that's, that's I, hard. I do,
0: I do see that because also because in addition to, so, yeah, because of the fact I'm sure that in addition to, you know, averaging what nearly, you know, almost twice a game over the week, he also happened to <laughs> – I believe it. Yeah. So uh, winning does does uh, does matter.
1: <laughs> they won both their games.
0: But winning Absolutely. does matter, and one of those one of those wins was against uh, was was against Northern Kentucky. So so before before we talk to that, talk about them a little bit, obviously, um, I want to get into the conversation about where Oakland is right now because Oakland is a, in a, in a situation where they they look a little better than they might have. Although they did have that one uh, that one setback uh, to Youngstown State, but you know, they lost by a point. Um, it's it, it, yeah, it's weird because it's weird to me because obviously you're. You, I look at it from well, now they're now they're you know, they, they're they're now thanks to the fact that uh, you know they're they're still in they're now still in the hunt now since the Northern Kentucky you know got swept this week. Um, they're back in um, a position to potentially compete for the regular season title again. Who
1: knew? Sure, I mean, in theory, they they go out and win both games this weekend. They've got Raid State and NKU. I mean, okay, there you that, That's you got you got to win in this league, at that you know what what else are you gonna say? But I didn't expect them to be in the hunt. Um, going, you know, after the, the loss to Youngstown, that seemed well, devastating. But then NKU went and had their week, which I think we're going to talk about in a bit here too. And that's true. At that point, at that point, that kind of opened up the game plan for every. I mean. The, opened up the, the conference for everybody. Sure
0: did, sure did. And, and and as I as I believe I said last episode, Cleveland State cures all ills apparently. <laughs> if you need to uh, win we, we desperately, have... Cleveland State is sitting right there for the taking apparently.
1: <laughs> that was nice of them to uh, show up in our arena on Saturday appreciated that a lot.
0: Oh, geez. Yeah, this is, it, it, it's not getting any better at Cleveland State because you now have, you have Tyree Appleby who 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 had a hand injury, looks like he re-aggravated the hand injury, and we, I don't know if we're going to see him, I mean, I don't know if we're going to see him this week. Um, it, it
1: made no sense. Why did they put him back out there? He was clearly not well. They didn't he have a rubbish.
0: choice. I mean, Man. they didn't have a choice. They don't have a point guard. Rashad Williams is, is a good player, but he's not he's not there as He's not a pure point guard at this point in time. I figured that's good. That's kind of a, him. Him as a point guard is a, a work in progress. Um, sure. You know, him and him and Dontell Highsmith are, are kind of those two guards who aren't necessarily point guards. So and then you take out Cash Thomas, who got who has a hit pointer. And I don't know when he's going to be back. Um, you're, you're left with a situation where Cleveland State clearly didn't think they had a choice. Um, or Tyree said, uh, "You know what? Screwed. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a go and see what's up." But. It, it did not work out well for them. That, so. was, that did
1: not not go well. And I, I got to say, from, from the Oakland side going into that game, I'm glad we kept Trey Maddox out of that game. He's in uh, concussion protocol that's, right now.
0: He is. Yes, that's correct. And, and
1: uh, I heard that he passed, but they still weren't really sure. So they're going to hold him out, and maybe even for this week too. They're, I think they'll know tomorrow. Gotcha. But uh, I mean, I was just I'm glad that we were able to keep him out, still get the win. Uh, I think he's a bigger part of the Oakland puzzle than we realized. I think that was some of the sure. loss to Youngstown. Yeah,
0: that's true. Um but again it, you know none of this matters when you play Cleveland State.
1: <laughs> but thank God Cleveland State was on the on the schedule.
0: Thank God they're on the schedule. I think we're yeah, I as I had uh, I I had laid this out I I had laid this out um on Twitter about a about last week that actually not even last week right on Friday actually that Cleveland State could very well be mathematically eliminated from the Horizon League tournament next Saturday.
1: Yeah, I, I saw that, that's that. In less rough, than a week,
0: but... they may be, you know, we in less than a week they could be blinked out of the they could be blinked out of the picture. Um I I don't I don't see how that's I mean and they they got the uh, and they may not even, and again, it's I I don't have much you know, without Jalen Hill, he's on the last week he's on the last game of his three game suspension against Um, Green Bay. We don't know what the status of Tyree Appleby is. We don't know what the status of of Cash Thomas is. We don't know if they're going to be available on Thursday. You're maybe looking at it. it, It's not going to look it's not looking good.
1: Although, no. I, although no, I must no.
0: say, and there were, again, and this is the most frustrating part with Cleveland State, is that you see potentially how they, you potentially could see them, you know, pulling one out. I mean, because they weren't, you know, up until, you know, Oakland pulled it out in the end. That game was still in question a little bit. They needed every one of 30, every 32 of Brad Brechting's points at that point. And then, of course, they just start, go completely unconscious and then pull away by about 20. As I should have known, they always do. Yeah, it's always that, it's always with Cleveland State that, that they get hit with the, hit with a run because apparently, Defense is a foreign concept. And I guess we'll be I mean, learning that. I guess he'll be learning that next year.
1: I, I keep saying, I mean, keep making this joke. I mean, the good news is if they get eliminated, Felton can take team and run a heist. I swear that guy is a, a B movie villain waiting to happen. So <laughs> he's gonna uh, find something to do with them.
0: Yeah. Well. Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm pretty. You're. I don't think you're alone in that assessment. You've got a couple of Cleveland State fans who are thinking, Yeah, B, B movie villain.
1: Yeah. Him, him and McLean are the the ultimate duo in B movie villain.
0: B movie villain. So yeah. So. Um but yeah that that's kind of their situation now and again they have but then again, but, uh, and then the other part of that trip, uh, the other part of the Milwaukee um, and green Bay uh, trip this week is going to be Youngstown state. And honestly, I don't know if that's, uh, that actually, it's, that actually looks pretty good for Youngstown state right now.
1: That That's a team that's starting to try to put it together. I mean, they're, they're fighting to, to make the, the conference tournament. They're sitting in that second, to last spot right now, but they're at least alive and yeah. they're, they're maybe they're putting some things together.
0: They, they, they obviously are. I mean, they, I really that was i sincerely thought that it was gonna be uh it was gonna be a tough road to hoe for both Cleveland State and Youngstown State on the you know at, during the Michigan trip and you know honestly you know Youngstown State surprised the hell I, surprised the hell out of me it really did um I mean they got the win they got the win at the own arena and then um I guess we'll talk about this right now <laughs> yeah uh, who throws a shoe really <laughs> Okay, so... You can't so, make this stuff up. So, folks, if you did have, have an opportunity to see the game between Youngstown State and Detroit in the closing minutes of the game... Detroit and, is so, up. So what happened, so what happened was um, when um, Detroit ended up... Uh, Detroit... Um, I think it was Darien King. He lost that. his shoe. He lost his shoe in one of Detroit's assistants. I think it was Eric Devendorf.
1: It was absolutely Eric Devendorf of Syracuse fame.
0: He was so. I, I guess the idea was he was trying to get Darien King's shoe back to him down the floor. But instead, what happened was he flung it. In it was like underhand. Was a everyone. weird underhand
1: throw. Huh? It was like a weird shuttle underhand throw. I don't. I don't know and what it, that it was.
0: It got enough air that the refs noticed and teed him up for it. <laughs> um, I will say this: I will say this. Um, that technical was not the reason that they lost. The reason that they lost is they had their 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 last offensive set before, and their last offensive set was questionable. And Devin Morgan hit that three pointer um, to you know three pointer at the closing seconds of the game. That was the reason that they lost. Those two free throws. I, I mean, you know, because of because of a shoe being thrown, um you know, they, they could have overcome that by they really could have overcome back by scoring like in their last offensive possession. Um but that's not what happened. Uh it just it, it's it, it just didn't work.
1: I mean it just it comes down to, to mercy. I mean that kinda of sums up their season. They were right there and something something weird happened and, and Antoine Davis can only overcome so much. Yeah. <laughs> now they are some- not do everything. He can't be the shoe thrower too now. <laughs>
0: I don't think I don't think I want him to be the shoe thrower. That would be bad. That that would not be a good thing. So yeah, probably be good
1: at that too. I wouldn't be shocked.
0: I'm sure he would. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, he's good at everything else. Uh, well, why don't we throw shoe throwing in there while we're at it? But yeah, that's. But but by and large, that wasn't you know, the the. Uh, but again, the the big deal, the big thing for them was they they you know they did not uh, the, the execution at the end of the game wasn't there, yeah. and so as a consequence, as a consequence. You know, Youngstown State was able to get in. Uh, Devin Morgan, who, by the way, um, I think is turning out to be a pretty good shooter for for Youngstown State right now, because um, he w- he almost single handedly got them back in the game against Cleveland State when Cleveland State was up by twenty four. He almost single handedly uh-huh. got them back in the game for that. So I'm not really surprised. It do- didn't really surprise me that the guy shooting the uh, you know putting up the le- putting up the three pointer to potentially win the game was Devin Morgan, and he nailed it
1: like i said if if they're starting to put some things together
0: that is- int- yeah it, it, it it's interesting this, this this may very well not be your uh this may may very well not be your uh your father's uh youngstown state potentially you
1: know we, i mean i i I love to to try to make fun of Youngstown state because they're just such a football school but all these things but at the same time they just have a way of beating Oakland it doesn't matter where when something this always is true. happens hey, so hey, I, I can
0: you guys have the worst time with them like we do. always <laughs> You have the worst time with them, and it wasn't so. And and you know, but yeah, I mean, and you weren't you weren't able to win against them. You know, they the you know Penguins. Came, you know, what was it? It was 75-74, So that was a pretty you know narrow victory for them. And then, seven or eight at
1: the half, something like that. All yeah. Right.
0: And uh, oh. you know, and then the same thing, and again, the same thing happens on on Saturday against Detroit Mercy. Um, I think the big thing for them is that. And you're seeing again. This is this is kind of the a culmination of a lot of the young guys coming in. Some of them, are, some of them are stepping up around the league. Some of them have fallen off the planet. In spite of Cleveland State's losses, you got Rashad Williams, who is at least you know he he is the definitive second scorer for Cleveland State. Youngstown State, same thing. Uh, Youngstown State now also has you know not just Devin Morgan, but you know Darius Quisenberry, who was the you know who got who was named the freshman of the week this week. He was a freshman over over Antoine Davis again. Anytime win, you can
1: get a freshman of the week over Antoine Davis, you had a good week.
0: Uh, yeah, winning winning matters. <laughs> again, winning matters, and you know right. by virtue of the fact he won, he got twenty three against you. He got twenty three against uh, against Youngstown. I mean against Oakland. Um, I, I, I guess we're we're seeing a lot more of. I, I'm seeing a lot more of Youngstown State that I possibly thought I might. I think <laughs> I think Youngstown. I think. From my perspective, I think Youngstown State is kind of in the position maybe a little bit worse than I thought Cleveland State would actually be in this year, but which obviously didn't happen because, you know, you know, again, Cleveland State is about uh, you know, two games away from being mathematically eliminated from the uh uh, from From the horizon, from the conference tournament, and you know, and and Youngstown is still kind of fighting back. I mean, I I do see, and I I, I guess you know we will, we will still be putting it on the table that you know the the possibility of Cleveland State in Milwaukee not being in the tournament, yeah, the the possibility is real. Which means, uh, Matt, you and you and Carrick better uh, better uh, warm up your uh, warm up your act for tournament time because uh, you guys might be sitting in the seats here. <laughs>
1: I mean, we're we're ready to go, but I've I've seen both of our schools in this tournament, and I don't know how long we'll stick around either. But uh, ready, well, ready to go if need. Well, be.
0: there is that. I mean, I didn't say it was foolproof.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: Sorry, one, one I mean, game at a,
1: one game like, at a time. That's all I can do right now.
0: Well, yeah, obviously, but but yeah, even, but again, even with the loss, and, and again, you know, once again, Cleveland State cures all ills because let's face it, you know. They, they both Detroit and Oakland were able to, to split the weekend, so so that's kind of you know they both have that there. They're still both teams are still at the top of the conference standings, mm-hmm. and you know they, they are there. There is starting to be kind of a there. It still looks like you know <laughs> their teams at the top kind of still have a little bit of hope to potentially um, get into the to potentially. Take the top seat, and again, you know, Oakland and Detroit have that opportunity this week because Oakland and Detroit play Northern Kentucky and Wright, Wright State, State. Yeah. the two teams that are at the top right now. And again, you know, Oakland is you know is it, Oakland is only a game out, and you know Detroit is only two games out. And honestly, again, I, I can't I cannot stress this enough. I know we've beaten this into the ground. For episode after episode, there is absolutely no way on the planet that anybody could have predicted that Detroit was going to be in the top half of the conference standings this year. Next year, maybe. This year, no way.
1: No way. And absolutely again, we no all way. know. I, I, I love to make fun of Mercy, but no, no way. I full credit for what Mike Davis is doing over there. Yeah, are you,
0: are, I, I, uh, he's got you sweating for that. Uh, he's got you sweating for that second uh, Metro Series game. I bet. It's not even a rivalry if the other team doesn't ever win. Well, there is that, so we'll put we'll we'll, we'll kind of push for that a little later on. But um, but yeah, and the, and again, the reason that we're and again, we're, the reason that we're in this situation because again, you have I swear it's like everybody said you know you have three teams who are six and five. You have. You know, you have the IUPUI, UIC, and Detroit Mercy all at six and five. You have Wright State and Oakland at, at seven and four, and you, and you have Northern Kentucky right at the top. It's like it's like nobody wants to get away from each other.
1: No, and I mean we'll talk about it in a couple weeks or so. But really, all this is showing is everybody's fighting for a 15 seed come March.
0: Yeah, they are. It's true. And and that's and that's and
1: not where anybody wants to be, but that I mean that's what this what is, is. is shaping up to be.
0: But yeah, and in spite of that, everybody's still you know. I see at least nine. Ste- I, I see at least nine teams still fighting.
1: No, <laughs> mm-hmm. well, Cleveland State's just trying to trying to get through the next month.
0: I don't think. Yeah, I think they want to. Keep, you know, I, I I don't think I. Yeah, I think they're at a point where they they're they might be afraid that uh, somebody might you know they might leave somebody at one of the turnpike rest stops or something. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of where we're at right now. Might um, be
1: better than Cleveland. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh, yeah. I kind of. I don't actually take that back. I mean. No, I admit. know you
0: don't. Um no I mean it's it's just been it's just been I yeah Anyway, so so yeah. Well, the only team that was doing who had a worse weekend than Cleveland State is is Northern Kentucky, and that I find it interesting that, that this was kind of the I really did think this was the, and really did think this is kind of the week that Northern Kentucky could kind of solidify their place in the conference, and the opposite happened they they brought more they brought everybody back to them a little bit. This
1: should have been the week they they pretty much put it away. From here, yeah. they could still have lost one somewhere it would have been no problem, but, but they, not, they they made a they made a lot of work for them themselves now going forward.
0: They, yeah, and that's not what, and it is absolutely not what happened. I mean, the uh, you know, the the IUPUI game was kind of a, uh, I thought it was, you know, I knew that, Oh, you know, I don't, I know, and I've said this before, Northern Kentucky was never going to, you know, only lose a game in the conference. Maybe two, no. or no, it, 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 go, running the table in the conference, no matter how good you are, is, a, is an impossible feat. So I have no illusions that they were ever going to be, Though they were never going to make, they were never going to be eighteen and zero. I always thought no. they were going to lose something. Um, so Oakland obliged me in the first half of the conference by uh, schedule by beating uh, beating the Norse, and then and then this week I, <laughs> I mean really it's it's just. Holy cow! So yeah, so that was uh, so yeah. IUPUI. I mean, they go into they go into Indianapolis, which incidentally, hopefully, is not a harbing, harbinger of things to come, given that, that that Farmers Insurance Arena is going to be the future host of the tournament. Shocked? I'm not even close to being shocked. Yeah, we, we had a nice long conversation about how how not shocked we were about that um, last week, um, but. You know they, they you know they go to Northern Kentucky. I mean Northern Kentucky goes into Indianapolis, and man, that did not go well for them at all. You know you, now mind you of course, and and again I've said this before that you know IUPUI does have some potential within that co- in that conference. I mean they were one of the only teams that actually posted a winning a record in the non conference, so you saw some potential, and then they kind of fell off a little bit. And now they're and now they're in and now they're in, you know back in that log jam like with everybody else right in the thick right in the thick of it right in, right in the thick of it they're only two games out of uh, two they, they you know another another bad weekend from Northern Kentucky and you know they're right in it like everybody else is um, and again it helps it on the Northern uh, for IUPUI it really helps them that they they do have. They they do have their uh, and this is why why this is important they have you know some you know they have some scoring they always have you know Cameron Justice is 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 definitely their their guy their primary guy but they always have they, they're always getting something out of Evan Hall um they're always getting they get you know against Northern Kentucky Jayla Minnette scored eighteen for him so they're always getting something out of them um so that's going to be something moving forward that that IUPUI can kind of hang their hat on. Um, I, I just can't really explain what exactly. I mean, I can And I'll be honest with you, I didn't exactly see the game against uh, Northern Kentucky because, uh, and uh, and um, IUPY because I I don't even know what I was doing. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think I was I had. I don't know. I think I was watching Celebrity Big Brother or something. I don't know what I was doing that uh, right th- at that point in time. So, uh, but, th- but man, but the thing is though, and it, this is kind of I mean, this is probably kind of my fault. But you know, thinking thinking that Northern Kentucky's kind of has this, in the drivers has, are in the driver's seat right now. You, you kind of get lulled into that false sense of security that kind of got dashed away in uh, uh, dashed away against um, dashed away this week. Um, honestly, I was gonna you know before I uh, and. And before I invited you to fill in, I was just going to fly solo on the uh, and just uh, you know fly solo on the podcast and record it uh, before the game started, and that would have been a wrong move, as it turns out, because I would have probably said, "Okay, you know, Northern Kentucky is still two games out," which they absolutely, positively are not. Right. So, I'm
1: also glad to hear that I'm better than playing solo.
0: Well, that is true. Well, you know, you know when you record a podcast and you record a, record a podcast by yourself, you you, don't, you want to make it feel like you're talking to yourself. I mean, you know, we, you know who knows how many people are listening at this point in time. I'm assuming yeah. I'm, I'm assuming a few, but I mean, it, it, it does get kind of you do kind of get concerned yourself that you're just the uh, angry guy shouting at cloud. Basically, yeah, you, you don't want to. Yes, um, folks, you don't want to grow up to be that guy. <laughs> Um. So. So. But again, I. Th- we thought for sure that you know. I thought for sure that Northern Kentucky would kind of turn it around, could turn it around and go in the UIC, and that's that didn't happen either. Um. Weird. I, I. I'm. I'm a little. The. The. The first. There was a couple of head scratchers there, and um, And. And one of them we'll talk about a little later, which is all oh, another reason why I'm glad I have you on the podcast today. But the first one is the, the timing of the actual game. Um, I guess uh from what I understand UIC is uh is um, scheduling their games at three twelve Central Time.
1: Yeah, we we caught that because uh, last week when Oakland did the uh, the Indiana Chicago uh, adventure, yeah, uh, we we had a eleven a.m. start mm-hmm. and then a four twelve Eastern Time. So it was sure. two really weird times for yeah. us both, both days. So,
0: so yeah, to their credit, obviously, and obviously, you know, three one three twelve three one two is Chicago's area code. So, uh, to their, to, oh, to UIC's credit, they're kind of really, they're, they, with, with all the things they've been doing this year, they've really been kind of leaning into this, the, leaning into the Chicago, you know, the, the, the Chicago thing. I mean, because they're right smack dab in the middle of it. They're right smack dab in the middle of Chicago. I mean, they're leaning in on the uniforms, the floor. I mean, it, it, it all screams, you know, the time of the tip off of the games, it all screams Chicago to me. So, it, I, I like the concept. I'm not sure. So sure, I liked it on Sunday, though this particular Sunday, though, because um, they were one of the last. They were one of the last games that was on right before the Super Bowl, and mm-hmm. which is funny because that game was actually more exciting than the Super Bowl. <laughs> I, I damn near fell asleep during the Super Bowl. It was it was, it was a snooze fest, and Northern Kentucky and UIC was anything but. Um, so yeah, once again, the and again, it's interesting when you have. A when you have a a team like Northern Kentucky that that has already kind of established itself with multiple scores from and multiple multiple arenas multiple areas you know Drew McDonald in the interior Tyler Sharp at the exterior Jalen Tate if you need him Dantes Walker if you need to you know Zayna Robinson all those guys. You know and then to turn around and be able to you know beat them is all is pretty' is something and again and, and I think I I kind of chuck that up to uh, well and again the the big surprise for in this game is I don't know if they accounted for Michael Diggins because that kid was shooting lights out like, you know they were, he was seven for ten I'm not I don't think they had, anyone they was accounting have an answer. for him yeah they didn't have an answer for him. So and he and the funny part he wasn't even the guy who shot the winning uh, who hit the winning shot it was it was Jamie Ahale who was uh, who only shot two other times he only played 15 minutes and he was the guy you know shooting that three pointer at the end and he nailed it
1: nailed it absolutely and he nailed
0: it so, um, but one of the things I I, I, const- I, I constantly contend is um, is is the the strength of UIC's backcourt. I think it, I have made, I have made arguably that is one of the better backcourts in the conference. I mean, it it has to be when you got a guy like Tarkus Ferguson there. Sure, and and even and and even when Marcus Adi doesn't have a great game, and, and he he kind of didn't uh, against Northern Kentucky, you still have guys who will step up. Which is it's exactly stable. what Diggins. Yep. So which is what Diggins did. Which is you know. Which is you know. They and you break out. You know. Steve McClain breaks out. Jamie Hale at the last minute and say, "Hey, go out there and shoot a three, kid." And he hits a three.
1: And it worked. <laughs> and it know, worked. And...
0: It absolutely worked. And it was uh, a. And, and now. Um. And now. And now. Instead of you know them. Instead of you. Instead of the Flames being seven six. And not being entirely sure where they stand, they're back in it too. Now they're within two games of of of, uh, of Northern Kentucky. So potentially they have, um, they might have be able to make an argument at this point if if Northern Kentucky somehow uh, Northern Kentucky slips up again.
1: What would you What would UIC look like if Dixon didn't go pro? That's what oh, I want to know.
0: I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Would they be better I or worse? Don't there were know. times
1: they were better without. I. It's he was he was one of my favorite players and he's, yeah. he's doing good things. I'm just curious. Like that's, that's he a terrible question. Well, he
0: obviously knew something. We uh, you know he obviously knew something because he's a. Uh, I think he's in the G League now right now, isn't he? With the Windy I think City playing Bulls. Chicago. Yeah, he's playing for the Windy City Bulls in the G League. So, uh, so Dikembe Dixon clearly knew something and knew that it was time for him to go. And you know, as, as I don't know if we scoffed at him for doing that. Uh, I don't think we scoffed at him. I think we. Try to invite, I, I think I think we started to invite him on the show or something, but because uh, that's what we do. And Dikembe Dixon, the the the, the invitation is still open, by the way. Um, but yeah, the but yeah, I, I that's a good question. I don't know. I th- uh, that would be something. I mean, again, when you look at when you look at kind of the dynamic with UIC during their postseason run compared to when they have Dikembe Dixon on the uh, on the on the roster. You know, they they arguably did just as well, if not better, without him. The
1: better team game, I think, which is what they used to beat NKU. So yeah. maybe that's maybe that's the, the difference maker.
0: That's interesting, though. Yeah, you bring up a, that's a good point. I mean, we'll have to th- we'd have to, I'd have to think about that really. Um, so the other, so I want to get into weird thing number two. <laughs> by the way. Um, and, and Matt, I, 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 as I understand it, you are a, uh, a connoisseur of pep bands. Um, uh, I, I like to think so. Uh, you, in fact, if I, under, if I remember correctly, you were, you were actually seriously considering doing a podcast, doing a pep band podcast.
1: I think like 15 people would probably listen to it.
0: 15 people would listen to it um and of course my I would ha- if you ever did that I my requ- my first request would be the, the 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 Rise and Fall of the Cleveland State Pep Band. You'd, you'd have to do an oral history of that one.
1: <laughs> I I want to dig into that just for myself cuz I don't understand that they have such a good music school it blows my oh, yeah. mind, but that's a whole different topic.
0: My my uh my my good friend, he was the who was the best man at my wedding. He was in the pep band. I was in, yeah, we were we were rather engrossed in the pep band for a while. Um, so those, are, but yeah, they, I mean, it's weird because you are absolutely right. That is a you know, Cleveland State's you know music program is nothing to sneeze at, and they have Don't. plenty of places in. And they didn't even need to. There were points in time in the late '90s, early 2000s, where they didn't need to recruit anybody. People were just coming in um, there. And I actually knew their um, their uh, the the, the pep band director at the time. Um, David Hager is uh, okay. who, yeah. So he he actually, in fact, David Hager is actually the one who wrote the fight song, as far as I remember. If not, sorry, Dave. I know you don't listen to. It. <laughs> <laughs> so he's a, he's a, he's actually a uh, he's. Uh, last I remember, uh, as I understood, he's actually he is a high school band director or assistant band director. Um, He's – and I don't know if he's still in the – I don't think – I can't remember if he's still at Lorraine High School or not, but uh, that's where he was last time I saw him, Um, and that was a couple years ago. But, so, yeah, he – but, again, it's weird that um, – I know we got – we're getting of, on a sidetrack, but it's such a weird – I don't know where the drop-off happened. Now they're, like, sitting in the corner and they're sad.
1: I'm telling you, there's a whole podcast waiting to happen on... on, We could start with Horizon League pep bands and just work our way through.
0: Yeah, there you go. But anyway, not right now. But anyway, not right now. So uh, the reason I wanted to bring up the pep band thing is weird thing number two happened. So apparently a member of the UIC pep band... Was was ejected from the game. I guess what happened was he was banging on a megaphone. First of all, I, I have many questions about that entire exchange. Not the least of which being, where the hell did he get a micro a me- a megaphone at? <laughs> Uh, I can where did tell that you come where from did he steal it tell one you where of the cheerleaders? where my
1: megaphone came from once upon a time but I don't know if I'd get in trouble for that story but I can't tell you where his megaphone came from
0: I don't yeah that, that the, or I'm, I'm kind of I, I I'm glad I didn't actually like like focus on the origins of where the megaphone came from. Um, again, I'm assuming it came from the cheerleaders. We can't be sure, though.
1: Let's assume it was.
0: Let's assume that it was. Yes, but yeah. So yeah, apparently he was he was banging that a little too loudly. The referees actually stopped the game and kicked him out of the game. Yep. So. Uh, I've never seen that before. I've seen fans get kicked out of the game. I have never seen that. Like, ever.
1: I, I have never seen it. So here, here's, why, here, here's my perspective. Obviously, I was oh, around no. this for a long time. Sure. I have been warned by a referee before. Okay. Okay. Um, I was always kept under like lock and key because I would get out of control at games, which is fun. I'm a drummer. I had all these things in front of me that could make noise. Yeah. But it is illegal to use a noisemaker during gameplay. Oh, Um, really? That that a lot of people do it, but it is actually illegal. So I'm surprised that the Horizon refs did something about it unless there was a warning ahead of time. Um, but that's a good question. But I mean, you you couldn't use a cowbell. You couldn't use anything. So if he was using an implement to bang, I think he was banging on a seat with it. That is technically illegal. It it is. Something he can be thrown out for. Now, again, the fact that they actually did something about it, the fact that somebody followed through on that, blows my mind. But well, it, it is but, the it is league. Stranger
0: things have happened.
1: <laughs> uh, you, a lot of times after free throws, you hear like a little, you know, a drummer play a little, a little, yeah. a little thing. That's actually illegal. I was never allowed to. Our our pep band guy kept really? me after, like I said, lock and key. <laughs> no I kidding, to because that is,
0: it, that you, because cause Cleveland State used to do that after after somebody some kid made a three, some player if a Cleveland State player made a free throw, out came the cow bell but yep. you guys couldn't do that really wow that's interesting nope.
1: and i mean again technically, letter of the law that is illegal but is anyone going to do anything about it? no in generally the midst no of-
0: that's why it was so bizarre that they have in there
1: <laughs> in the midst of a game if that's if that's the biggest issue that i mean that blows my mind i mean jesus
0: um, there's a close game going on on the court for crying out loud I don't at know. That, I, mean, I mean... At that
1: point, the kid's lucky that... Oh, go ahead.
0: I mean, that kid must have been, like, a level of obnoxious that you couldn't de- that you couldn't deny. And uh, Honestly, I was watching the game. I didn't even know that somebody was getting thrown out until it he's, happened.
1: He's lucky at that point that they only threw him out and didn't assess uh, a technical, which they can do. They could give them a, a well, yeah, bench, the bench. Yes, theoretically, Yeah, theoretically, so that, that could happen. They're lucky that they didn't uh, cost them points, but... That,
0: that, yeah, and that's... Yeah, I mean... Yeah, and that's kind of the risky run, but... And not just for, obviously not just for the pep band, but for, you know, you know, I've not seen it in, you know, I've not seen it in my life. I, I, I know it has happened where, you know, something outside of the, you know, outside of the players and the coaches causes a situation where a technical foul is assessed. Um, I don't think I've seen it in Horizon League play ever, and I've been watching forever. Um, but yeah, that actually is a potential penalty that yep. nobody ever considers until a weird thing like some kid hitting a megaphone on a seat happens. <laughs>
1: Again, I am I'm shocked that they um, did it. I, at the same time, it kind of – I didn't see the game. I'm not going to even pretend I, I didn't watch it. But um, if, if it was that noticeable, yeah. that tells you there was that few people in the arena to, to be able to lock in on that, and that's a bigger problem for Chicago at the same time.
0: Well, again, you got to remember this was on a Sunday, on Super Bowl Sunday. Right. You scheduled your game literally two hours before the Super Bowl is supposed to start. <laughs> I mean, like I said, while I while I I appreciate and get the 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 adherence to this commitment to the Chicago theme. Maybe that's maybe Sunday was probably not the time to break out the three twelve game. I mean,
1: uh, not on Sunday.
0: Not on that Sunday, at the very least.
1: <laughs> Be, before I forget, I have to also bring up the Super Bowl thing that, rep- that goes with the Horizon. Like, you realize that the reason the Patriots won yesterday is Valhalla Vanguard's fault.
0: Oh, is what? What do you mean? It's all their fault? Whoa. Okay, you got to back up. I don't know what happened. So, I know
1: this is going to shock you. Meet me and Valhalla Vanguard are going back and forth on Twitter now and then. Yes, um, you are.
0: We, we well do documented on this show, I might add. What's that? Well documented on that this show, I might add. Yes,
1: um, but I, I mentioned, you know, their zero two weekend and how how rough that was, and he gave me his typical Norse up and a go Rams, and I said, oh look, now the Rams are going to lose too. <laughs> Here we are, folks. Bl- oh. Blame NKU if you don't like how that worked out.
0: I, you know what? I mean, I was just waiting it for it to be over. Honestly, it was. It was. I,
1: I fell asleep. I'm old. It was
0: a snooze fest, man. It was, it was. It was. It was. And I mean, maybe it was because of the teams involved. Because let's face it, you got the New England Patriots that are literally always there. I mean. <laughs> And then, yeah, it's so commonplace in New England that, you know, when they won, you know, the only kid who got arrested in the Boston area after the game was a Rams fan. Mm -hmm. That was it. (laughs) And then don't get me started on the Rams and, you know, the reason that they're in Los Angeles in the first place, you know, because, you know, they just had, you know, they just had to screw – Screw St. Louis out of a team because, like, they've never had to deal with that on their own once in their life. You know, like, St. Louis hadn't had a problem with uh, teams leaving them already versus the Cardinals, and now this. Mm -hmm. Both, and and both the Cardinals and the Rams, you know, are, are, you know, have made it to the Super Bowl, even, although, of course, you know, so too did the Rams when they were in St. Louis. But, but yeah, so, um, I don't know if I, I don't know if I would chalk that up to the Valhalla Vanguard, uh, Uh, rooting for the, uh, rooting for the Rams as, as cursing them per se. Um, but I'm sure you're going to get a lot of mileage out of it this week.
1: I'm going to run with it for now. I like those
0: guys. (laughs) Well, I mean, this week would be the good, the best opportunity to kind of, to, to kind of stir it up because, you know, this is, this is the week for you guys. This is the week for, you know, you know, this is where the rubber meets the road. We are, we're heading down the end of the road here and, uh, you know, it's going to be a situation where you know I think whoever's coming out of this weekend best is going to be best positioned to win the regular season title. So um, I guess it just depends on who that's going to be.
1: It's going to it's going to be a week that explains a lot and puts a lot of a uh, lot of things in perspective. Like
0: uh, like for example, Cleveland State being mathematically eliminated from the conference tournament. Yes. I don't want them to be eliminated mathematically eliminated from the conference tournament, mind you. I'm sure you know I, I had I'm pretty sure I had at least one uh, one assistant coach from Cleveland State. Un- Follow me because I was being such a dick, but it's look at the situation. How can you, you know, you know? I, I mean, it, 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 at this point in time, winning would be a severe fluke, and it shouldn't be that way.
1: They're, they're just not not it having a good season here. It shouldn't have been
0: that way at all. You know, it shouldn't have been that way at all. They're a young team. They're hurt. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Still worth more than one win. <laughs> Still yeah. worth more than one win. I mean, that's I- it's it's. It, it, it you know we everybody goes back and forth and again you know again as I mentioned multiple times Dennis Felton is probably the in in spite of being one in twelve ten 10 in the conference and potentially out of the tournament three weeks before it even started their season effectively being over on February you know their season being effectively over on February 9th. Dennis Felton is probably the safest coach in the league right now, only because he doesn't have a boss.
1: Yeah, that that's a good good place to be.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a you know good of you good and dysfunctional.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, good for him.
0: Uh, good for you, I guess. I mean, he would, now mind you, even if he, honestly, even if Mike Thomas was still there, he'd still be there next year. Well, he, are they
1: still paying uh, Waters too? I mean, they can't afford to fire him.
0: No, I think Waters is. I, I think they already paid off Waters. I think they're good
1: but they wish they get them. I like I, me. I like me some waters.
0: Yeah, I think honestly and I think I think the only difference of two yeah, I think what would I don't know. I I don't I I don't know about you know, I do know that Rob Edwards would probably still be here. Um, yeah. yeah, apparently he yeah, so he would still be there at the very least, so we wouldn't have Tyree Appleby, no way. Um, but definitely have would definitely would have had uh, I, you know the folks who you know he probably would have had yeah he probably would have kept Robert Edwards. he probably would have kept Jabri Blunt he probably would Jabri Blunt probably wouldn't have uh, transferred to, UN, uh, to North Carolina Central. Um, I don't know but you know I don't do they do they do better than nine and 20 you know do they do better than losing 20 plus games again I don't know maybe not I don't know to had si- they had six single they had six seniors on the team I mean you know that that they only won nine games last year with six seniors on the team was kind of an indictment of waters as a recruiter in the beginning to begin with and then of course you know they go on the tournament run and uh, they go on the conference tournament run that you know gave us all a false security so <laughs> But but yeah that's uh, but again, you know, within a week within a week we're not even going to be talking about him again on the podcast cuz we're going to be talking about everybody at the top. Cuz I think it's going to come down I uh, with with all, with the way that the with the way that the conference is set up, um, you know, you could very well see that it's, it's so tight, you know, or ish. I mean, you know, a bunch of teams within, you know, you have seven, I think you have what, seven teams, you know, six or six, six teams within two games of each other. Six of them. So that's, I didn't think, I didn't see that, I didn't see that happening. I thought for sure that the middle of the pack was going to stay a little bit more bunched up. But yeah, it's, it's, it's right, it's moving up to the top. And, you know, if I'm Northern Kentucky, I'm a little concerned that you don't, you know, you don't want to make any more missteps. And, you know, lo and behold, here comes a potential misstep with, uh, with Oakland coming in. <laughs>
1: I mean, I, I don't think it's going to be a misstep. I think that that is a targeted game for NKU. I, I don't envy the way they're going to come out. I'm sure Drew McDonald is pissed from that first game still, um, he and he's going to come right out at Oakland, and Oakland's going to have to weather yeah. a big NKU storm to start and see if they can get that game settled in. And yeah, hold
0: that is going to be something. I mean, that's the one I'm lo- that is definitely one I'm looking at this week, although, I mean, let's face it, the, uh, uh, you know, let's face it, that's – both again, the, the North uh, Detroit Mercy continues to surprise, so I'm going to be. That's going to be an interesting thing for to watch this week as well. See where they're at. They have um, they have
1: no stop for loud and love when they play right State, so that'll be. Well, no,
0: that's true. I mean, you know, I don't think. Uh, you know, maybe Gerald Blackshear, who's finally healthy, but I don't know. Probably not. I don't know. I don't think so. But yeah, you know, well, we've seen that before, but. Uh, they didn't have a well. They didn't have a. They didn't have a. Uh, they didn't have a stop for Loud and love at the beginning of the season. And look what happened there.
1: Again, you're 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 rolling on on Davis just going crazy, and he's capable of it. I I'm sure. not gonna ever ever doubt that guy. So
0: no, well, that is that is that is very true. It'll be a, it'll be a
1: fun week of basketball. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah I mean, they, yeah. I mean, even with that's, I, I if you're, I mean. Yeah, you can't underestimate how how well that Antoine Davis can play, um, and I, I and I think he's probably the he's probably the one one of the most pleasant surprises in the Horizon League. I think the, I'm, I'm sure the conference offices are losing their minds right now because they have you know they have this they they have this star now that they can all get, rally around or whatever I don't it, whatever, uh, <laughs> but that's a. Uh, we'll just kind of leave it at that, so um, thank so um, thank you, Matt again uh, for filling in for for Jimmy. I know uh, you know crossing fingers we get the, we get Jimmy back here soon. Um, you can obviously, as we always say, uh, all episodes of the Horizon roundtable you can find at sportshacks.com hax.com. And you can find all, uh, you can find episodes of the Horizon Roundtable on, uh, whatever podcast app you're using or one of your Amazon, uh, Amazon devices or Google devices. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll, pop, uh, we post it up on our YouTube channel, the SportsHacks YouTube channel too. So, uh, so plenty everywhere. of Everywhere. Uh, everywhere. We're everywhere now. It's awesome. So, um, so that's going to wrap it up for us. And, uh, thank you all for listening.